Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 594. And today we dive into the shadow of Jinky 28, which is purposelessness. And the dilemma of this shadow is avoidance. Avoid dance, to be dancing in the void, not from the perspective of pure presence, but from the perspective of emptiness and hollowness, from a deep manifested unconscious fear of life. As we come from um, a, a, a culture of survival, uh, we had the purpose of survive. So, and we still, the third world still has that purpose in the, um, and, and, and well, it's changing right now, but in the um, more uh, systematized uh, upper world, Europe and United States and, you know, where there's more money, the, 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 what they call the first world, uh, people have become afraid of living. And that's the first layer of this shadow. The fear of living, avoid, truly living, and we cannot. That that only happens because we're afraid of dying, and it might sound uh, counterintuitive, but whatever we are unconscious of rules our lives. This is what we are. Uh, all the work we do all the time here is uh, learning how to look into the unconscious. Look. And bring to the conscious. The moment we're looking, we we become conscious of it. And who's looking, right? That's the, who's looking. <laughs> that is the question. We have been given our free will, and free will literally means our ability to position our attention on something. That is looking. And and so we, as the children of God, the 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 shard, the the angle from which the unique tone, unique frequency angle from which the light of creation is observing this reality, because that's what free will is, is the the power of observation. Because everything comes from observation. Once you start looking into something, more energy starts flowing into that, and next thing it turns physical, whatever shape or form that takes. But we have also the ability to don't look at stuff that... that that we have encountered and we certainly don't want to look into. And so um, because we're such advanced, uh, we have such advanced bio machines in this reality, this bio uh, body and, and, and compu- bio computer, also the brain, we can uh, put stuff in the unconscious. And our deepest, the deepest stuff we have put there from everything, where, where everything springs from, is our fear of ending, our fear of death. We are not certain that we are forever. So um, because of the death of the body that we see everywhere, and, and we see how fragile these bodies are, they can't handle, you know, a, a fall from an airplane. <laughs> they can't handle... Uh, 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 you know, a fire, they, they, they'll burn. And, and so we're so afraid of death. And how civilization has evolved uh, to uh, obviously uh, extract life out of all other life. And it hasn't really um, 
in, in, in humanity hasn't really made that leap into understanding that the true source of energy is God, is the, is the cosmic energies, the quantum field, is the love of creation, the universe itself. It's thought, it's consciousness, it's, it's vibrant light. Uh, since, since we're still in the process of figuring that out, we are uh, consuming other people and other people energetically. And, and in, in case of the uh, use of the third world by the first world, um, we have the first world has moved through that need of survival. And so that was the purpose from the beginning. That was the purpose. Just survive, survive, survive. And as you have um, make enough so that you're surviving well, now the next layer sets in, which is the fear of living. And um, all of this comes down to our fear of looking. And we don't want to look because what are we going to see? We're going to come face to face with death. And, and, and so to really, um, and this is, uh, believe it or not, this is the, the way to the future. The dark night of the soul is literally, uh, the way through is by looking death into the eyes and accepting it. When you have come to that place where you accept death, cause, cause, and, it, and sometimes it takes us a long time. It took me 20 years to really accept it and say, okay, Get it over with. I can't fucking keep living like this. The pain, the suffering, the 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 the, the paranoia, uh, the insanity gets deeper and higher and, and much more pronounced every day. At some point, you're like, "Well, death is better than this shit." You don't need to reach that level. I think so. I hope so. Many people, I guess, they 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 have to, but. If we can just choose to look in the unconscious and look into death and accept it, then the fear is gone. Because, you know, you say, okay, well, you want to kill me? Go ahead. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. You know, do I know for certain that there's an afterlife? No, it could, could be all over. But, you know, it's better than this shit. If, you, if you've reached that level of, on, you know, on satisfaction, on fulfillment with your life, and a lot of people do, um, you can make that breakthrough because at that point you don't need to die anymore. You, you, at that point you're not attached to the, the fear is not attached to you. You realize that it was just a fear. And fear is just, it only exists in your mind. Uh, so the moment we make that aware, that unconscious conscious, it's no longer um, uh, pulling the strings from behind the scenes. And that is the biggest problem here uh, where we address all the time the personality, right? The body-mind consciousness. It wants to live because it knows it dies. <laughs> the body, the mind knows that it dies. There is no way around that one. What the only thing that goes forever is the spirit, the soul, is your frequency tone, who you truly are. But the body dies, and it knows that it dies. So it's that fear of death of the body that gets transduced into you, and you adopt it, and you be, you become uh, one with it. And worse, 
You become one with it unconsciously. So now we have a, a tyrant riding us and, and, and everything we do. And until we have the courage to look into the unconscious and look into the eyes of death and bring it to the forefront and observe it. And here's the, the, the most important part, because a lot of people think that they have to do something about it. Oh, I have to heal it. Oh, I have to change it. Oh, I have to conquer it. Oh, I have to overcome it. Oh, I have to integrate it. Oh, I have to blah, 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 blah. You don't have to do anything. Awareness is the key. Consciousness is the key. Presence. This is where presence is. Now you're present with your fear. You're looking at it. <clears throat> that is the solution. The more you bring it to the awareness. Awareness, what it means is you, 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 know, you, you put your attention on something. And in the moment you put your attention, you open that valve. And the light of God, the love of God flows through that. That's what creates reality. And so the moment that the light of God hits that wherever you have put your attention, in this case, the fear of death, <coughs> it automatically is going to integrate it. Because that's the job of God. It's not your job to, to heal it, to fix anything, to, to overcome it. We, we get head tripped in, in these ideas that it's our job to change things. Our job is to accept change. Because change is, whether you like it or not, it's going, to, it's going to roll you over, whether you want it or not. But when you accept it, now you're present. Now you can dance with it. You can, you can move with it. You can make decisions. Now you're living because you are looking at death in the face. Okay, yeah, I'm going to take this, you know, whatever, uh, um, uh, this business, right? But... There's an opportunity. There's a possibility it could lose everything. You're looking at it. You're not unaware of it. Well, it's not going to happen, you know. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of it. No, you know it's true. But because you know it's true, now your focus is sharp. Now you're making your decisions more accurate. You're learning. You're relaxing 50-50 and taking action 50% of the time. You're navigating your life. You're truly living. And the more you do that, the more you become a dancer, the more you become a, a, a proficient at living because everybody who's truly living, they're, they're looking at their fear of death all the time. And so it becomes part of their lives. You know, a firefighter and goes out there and, and he's looking at the fear of death right there. So he has to be focused, you know, make, make, make decisions, think everything clearly. Okay, well, did I, it's everything disconnected here before we can go here. Can, can it be some electrical fire happening from here? Did we connect, is the gas still connected? Where is the fire coming from? How is the structure of the, all of that stuff makes you present, makes you powerful. Because you're not distracted by being a victim of fear. This is what takes our power away. We can't make decisions because we're afraid. Ah, oh, fuck, what if this happen? And then you do something and obviously you burn yourself down. You fall off. You'd lose your money. Why? Because you were afraid. You were not focused. You were not present. You were not living. You were fearing. And so most people don't even do it. They just sit there and, and, and Numb. And, and yesterday I talked about that. I, I lived that fucking numbness for 20 years. Freaking out. 
And that, my God, I tell you, it's like you can't do anything. You're terrified. Terrified. The fear is so vast. There's like, and I, I chose the biggest one, you know, like the entire of the world. I can do anything. La, la, la. And that takes over. And what it is, is fear. It isn't real. It's in your mind. Yes, there's possibility. Yes, there's danger. Yes, there's, 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 a, there's a world out there. Yes, there's shit going on. But that stuff is happening out there. You're freaking out inside of you. The moment you step up, and, 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 and you know, you can't step up still with it. Because the fear isn't going to go away. You know, you walk with that fear until you become friends with it. You, you're like, okay, we, we're buddies now. We're living together. But it's, it's no longer has an effect on your life, on your decisions. Because you're not afraid anymore. So we're going to be looking into this shadow of purposelessness, right? Because ultimately, that's what it, that's what it creates, this fear. It, it, it doesn't allow you to, to find your purpose. And your purpose is not doing anything. It's a frequency tone. And we're going to be talking about that. But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast, you want to go to jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, there's five links. One of them at the center says Jinkies. Click on that, and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode, and that'll guide you of how to get started with this. We're learning how to heal ourselves, how to look into the unconscious to find our shadows, our fears, bring them to the conscious so that it can give us the gift that, that, that it hides. Every fear contains a gift. And uh, we're doing this uh, by uh, using this map called the Hologenetic Profile. There's a link there also on that page that says click here to get your own free personalized Hologenetic Profile. And, uh, and if you click on that one, it'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your Hologenetic Profile. This is the map we're using to find these shadows. And this is specifically tailored to this body that you're writing in this reality, to this incarnation, to the, your very specific genetic configuration and spiritual configuration. And so it's, it's tailored specifically for you and it's free to download and you get it right there. And then you come back to John.tv and on that page, uh, episode 256, we have everything to learn how to read this map. And we have an index there. Uh, that covers the three parts of the map, the green, the blue, and the red part of the map. And it tells you we have over 300 episodes that cover the entire map. So if you, whenever you see any word on that map that you're going to get that's tailored for you, you can look in the search above and, and top of journal.tv and search for that word. And we have one or several episodes that talk about that very specific word on that map except Jinkies 29 through 64, because we haven't got them yet, but we're on our way there. Maybe maybe by the time you're here and you're listening to this, maybe maybe we already have them. And so all of that is there on resources and stuff. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking and our goal with this podcast, click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. Also on that page at the bottom, we have the resources section that talk about what's been going on in the last three years in the world. We are in the middle of a great transition into a different state of consciousness. And the test that we have right now as humanity is to learn to differentiate the truth from lies. And, uh, uh, and this, is, this, is, this is our test right now because of if you ever uh, read From Whom the Bell Tolls, right? Or from whom the bell stole, from whom the bell tolls, so, you know, 
uh, Hemingway, I think. Hemingway, am I right? I think so. Um, it's about, you know, a, a soldier, you know, following a, a, a party, right? And then an army and then and all the ideals and, and everything. And then and then figuring out the other um, party, the other army and, and realizing that they have also truth. And so when you realize that um, there are people in this world that have become masters of lying and painting the opposition as the enemy by uh, projecting whatever they're doing as the other um, people are doing. And this is exactly what's going on in the world in all levels. The pharmaceutical, the biggest one right now, the biggest attack on humanity right now is this mRNA bioweapons. And thank God people stopped taking it. You know, they're not taking it anymore. They've realized, you know, okay, we're dying. People have lost their immunity. People have all sorts of diseases right now because of this mRNA bioweapon. And thank God we have a Twitter reinstated right now. So be a, a, a become <laughs> visit that because now it's going to be a barrage of the truth is going to come out. We've been underground reporting on this for almost these two years that this thing have, has been going on. Millions of people have died of this bioweapon and millions of people, more tens of millions of people are uh, struggling with all sorts of adverse response. There is no way to um, sue these pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer, uh, AstraZeneca, um, Moderna. All of these are criminal enterprises that are uh, they're, they're pushing a bioweapon in the population worldwide and the mainstream media is complicit in it and the governments. The whole thing has been infiltrated. People can't possibly believe that there's such a thing going on. So they immediately paint you as a, as a conspiracy theorist. But it's true and it's happening. And this is exactly how war happens. Uh, uh, you don't see it coming. Because you see back and you go like, well, how did they do that? How didn't they realize that that was happening? Because of the media. And, uh, and so, but this is our test to being able to differentiate the truth from lies. And it's very simple. All you have to do is see the truth. The truth is fact, is reality, is physical. You, you have right now, actually, they've accepted this, this vaccine is not curing people from, from their, the, the number of people that have gotten infected by the magic virus. It's higher in the vaccine. It's like magnitudes higher in the vaccinated population than on the unvaccinated. So uh, that's the beginning, and we're going to see a collapse of the. We're seeing a collapse of the of the old power structure right now. We are not here to fight the old uh, paradigm, the old system, the matrix. We are here to build a new reality. But we need to know the truth, just like we are not willing to look into our fear of death inside of ourselves. If you are not looking, willing to look into the lie of the world, right? then, then you, you don't have the power to build an alternate reality because you need to have a reference point to say, well, I don't want that. What are you going to create if you don't know the truth? There's tons of people out there like going, oh, we got to make a better place for like climate change is here and it's going to destroy us. And so they're building realities based on a lie. Climate change is an invention. The way that they've, it doesn't mean that we, the, the change, the climate doesn't change in the world. What it means is that it's an invention to install a worldwide carbon tax that's connected with your COVID certificate of vaccination ID passport and ultimately with a, a central bank digital currency. And all of that stuff is on the, on the, is rolling right now. 
but it ends up when you say no, <laughs> no. How are you gonna control a herd of cats? Have you ever tried to, you know, herd cats? Would cats go do whatever they want, right? So if people know the truth, there's no way in the world that this is gonna happen. So when you know the truth, when you've looked into the darkness, then you can say, well, fuck that. I'm going to create my own reality here. Let's, you know, let's make Bitcoin or something, you know, proof of work really great. Have our own economy completely decentralized from any government, any country. We do whatever we, we want. We are free people all over the world. And we're not going to be taking fucking vaccines. Nature, which they've been working for 100 years at least to uh, delegitimize natural medicine, which is nature. You just go into nature, everything's there. The medicines are there. Quinine, right? The stuff that has a tonic. Um, that's the stuff that hydroxychloroquine is made of. Incredible. We got incredible plants out there. Plant medicine heals everything without side effects. But it doesn't make money. When you realize that the uh, health, health industry, in quotes, right? The pharmaceutical industry, it's not about healing people. It's about keeping them sick so that they, you can, they can squeeze their money out of them, killing them slowly. The food industry is about making people sick and fat. It's not about healing people. Why do we have so many allergies to wheat right now? Because of the whole fucking genetically engineered bullshit that they're putting everywhere. All of this stuff has been a, 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 a war of attrition on humanity that has lasted for a very long time. And why are people, and this is, this is very related with what we're looking into today, why are people not being aware, becoming aware of all this stuff? Because they're afraid of dead. When you're afraid of death, <coughs> death comes to you and you don't even see it coming. When you have the courage to look into your fear of death, then when it shows up, you've, you've been watching it for a while. You recognize it. You're like, no, thank you. I'm not going to take that injection. I'm not going to eat your food. I'm not going to take your medicines. I'm not going to... Get your central bank digital currency. I'm going to build a completely new reality. And that's what we're doing. Pioneers of the future are doing that right now. And one of them is Elon Musk. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen later. But right now, today, we have a full-on mainstream media uh, tool, social media, that it's, uh, uh, that it's no longer censoring the truth. And it's coming out like a wildfire right now. This is when you realize, you know, all of these late years, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, Twitter, because it was it was coerced, right? Um, and, and, and YouTube, all they've suppressed the truth. That's why people don't know, because they live in an alternate little world here. And so <clears throat> this is what we're doing here. And on that page, the about page of TV, you can find the resources section that explains what is mass formation psychosis? How is it that all of this is going on? And, and there's also our social media links. Uh, we're going to add Twitter very soon because we do have a Twitter. We never did that anything with that, but we're going back and we're going back full on. Um, but yeah, we're adding that there. Uh, but we have uh, Telegram and, and Truth Social, Clubhouse, uh, Rumble, all of that stuff is there. So let's dive into this 
shadow of purposelessness, right? Uh, And as always, I'm not a teacher of anything. No one can teach you this stuff. We're just reviewing data. Put input high-frequency data into the brain so that uh, you can take this data and have your own conversation with God overlaid on your life experiences. Ask, pray, what is it? What does it mean? What does this mean in my life, in my experiences? And then you can call forth and say, God, send me the physical experience so that I can know. Because uh, knowledge comes from experience. It's electromagnetic. It's visceral. It's embodied. And then when you have the experience, then you can know truth. And that's what we're after. The truth. But the truth is a personal experience. It can also be a personal spiritual experience, a metaphysical experience. And that happens within yourself. This is what they call like a realization, an epiphany, right? They do happen. So survival guides you. Uh, guides you a powerful purpose, guides you to a powerful purpose. In the West, we no longer fear our survival because we have created a society that supports everyone at a collective level. That's what he believes, Richard Rudd believes, you know, but he doesn't know that the whole thing is falling apart, right? And that happens a lot when you have all your resources and you're just talking from a place where like, well, everything's fine and everybody's wee-hee. And that's, that's exactly what the, the, the game has, has developed, you know, in, in the first world. Everything's fine. We're just, you know, fat and, and, and eating and watching Netflix, right? Because everything's fine. And that's exactly when entropy kicks in, right? But, uh, but all of this is changing right now. And so um, almost no one in a wealthy, advanced country will die of starvation. That is true, actually. In the first world, uh, uh, anybody can just go to a kitchen if they're hungry, anywhere, you know, unless they're, they're slaves or they're, you know, tied up in a basement or some creepy shit because that's happening. But in the third world, that's still happening. And all our people are just dying of starvation. And this is disgusting. Because we have everything. We have so much abundance. Everything that we're experiencing in our reality is a consequence of the misunderstanding of love. A misunderstanding of life. (coughs) The fear of death. The sacred wound, right? So the human... uh, Wait. Where is it? Um, Oh, yeah. So almost, uh, right. And so because of this, our fear has shifted to the fear of purposelessness. Now, instead of being afraid to die, people are more afraid to live. The fear of not finding your purpose is still really dressed up. It's, it's a really uh, dressed up uh, a fear of death. The majority of people do not even want to think about whether they are fulfilling their true purpose or not, because to do so is to look right into their deepest fears. And and let's pause here for a second, you know, how does that even make sense, right? To to think about your purpose is to think about your deepest fears. How is that? How 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 what what how does that make sense? Right? When you're looking at you're thinking about your purpose, and, he, and here's the here's the funny thing, you know. The more you try to find your purpose, the less you're gonna find it. Because it's not there. Your purpose doesn't come because you're looking for it. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of people do. Everybody does. And there's even trainings and sessions and, you know, coaching about this shit. Doesn't fucking work. The way you find your purpose is by looking into your fear. 
Because whatever you're afraid, and, and, and here's the, here, let me just um, make an, uh, a kind of like an analogy with writing, right? When you're writing a character, a good character that you see in a, in a story, a movie or a book, right? <laughs> it's not about the, uh, the stuff that happens outside. Uh, it's about, unless you're writing or unless you're reading kind of like that stuff, or very, um, you know, James Bond or, or, or kind of like... Um, you know, murder mystery stuff where it's just the detective, you know, finding out what happened. Because that's a very different kind of book that's that's more about uh, mirroring, mirror neurons in your brain. You're just uh, firing whatever you're seeing and, and trying to, f you, you are the one trying to solve, the, it's all the puzzle. It's puzzle solving. Uh, it's not really about, about change. It's about uh, adventure. So it's a different kind of story, but what I'm talking about is is the story of 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 the true story that the ones that hit us is because we have a character that has a weakness, and and because of that weakness, it's it's a, a misbelief in reality. He believes they believe the opposite of what the truth is, and so they go through their life making decisions that keeps digging a hole and putting them down the hole, down, 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 all the way, the way into the darkness until they have an awakening and they start making decisions with a different opinion about reality. And that is what will lead you to your purpose because we can't see it because it's a shadow. It's in the unconscious. It's a blind spot. So what happens is it's just we need to pay attention to life. What is what is life giving you? And how are you responding to life? And how what are the consequences of those decisions? Are you happy? And if the answer is no, well, you know, I make I keep making this decision and it's not working. I'm not getting what I want. I'm not happy. I don't feel like I have a purpose. Then obviously the solution is you you need to do the opposite. But you say, but that sounds counter counterintuitive. You know, it's like if I do the opposite, how is that going to work? This is why we have the map. This is why we go through the hologenic profile. Because little by little, we're kind of dislodging this kind of mess of, you know, if you were to have a bunch of cables and they're all like nuts, they're, they're spaghetti, right? You need to pull them out together and figure out which cable leads to what. And that's what we have in our operating system, a, a freaking mess of connections. And so we don't know. What leads to what? <clears throat> so when we dive into the fear, and it's very beautiful because when you, this is the one thing that's going to turn visceral. The moment you look into the fucking fear and accept it, accept it. I am afraid of dying and get to the point where you just go like, you know, come on, let's do it. Let's end this thing. Let's 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 die right now. And then you, you surrender all of these attachments to everything. Now you're free. Now you're free to go do anything because, you know, you've already looked at this fucker in the eye. And say, let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's dance. Right? So how, how are you going to dance from there? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna totally like let go. You, you couldn't give three fucks what anybody thinks about you. You've already accepted death. Now it's easier said than done. Of course, I could talk about this till the cows come home and it's not going to mean anything. You have to see it for yourself, right? Um, so the majority of people do not even want to think about whether they're fulfilling their true purpose or not because to do so is to look right into their deepest fears. 
The majority compromise and fall in line with the collective belief that they are trapped by the system, by money, by responsibilities, by taxes, by the elite, by the Illuminati, the, 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 the World Economic Forum. In this regard, it is interesting to ponder the 27th shadow of selfishness, the programming partner of this 28th shadow. We just looked at that one. People are afraid to appear selfish. And this is what this is what happens when in the civilized world, right? Now we have everything. Oh my god, I don't want to appear selfish. The programming partner of the 28th shadow, right? <laughs> so they are they are afraid to appear selfish and follow their dreams, even though those dreams, if they are true dreams, will be of far great service to the planet than anything else they do. So it's a catch-22. You know, people are freaking out. Well, if I do this, then I'm going to be selfish. They've been programmed to not be selfish. But we already looked at what that means. Into it. You might want to hear the um, Jinky 20, uh, 27, all those episodes. Because there's the uh, that misunderstanding of selfishness, really. What it is, is um, you really need to love yourself first in order for you to have love to give. The selfishness of the personality is really taking from others. That's not really giving to yourself. It's a very different thing. Uh, so you got to understand the difference between giving to yourself and taking from others. That is true selfishness. <clears throat> and so when you give to yourself, eventually you become, the next step is giving to others because now you have so much. You become a fountain. But from the beginning, if you're taking from others, then, you know, you, you don't have. And now they don't have because you took it from them and, that perpetuates us up, you know, uh, the dog eat dog world out there. So the 28th shadow represents a deep attunement to the ac acoustic field and is rooted in frequency and sound. Everything is rooted in frequency and sound because that's rooted in light, because that's rooted in thought. So it's not just this one. He likes to put uh, some of these jinkies kind of uh, different connections to, to the senses. And I guess once you once you land in physical reality, there are some some jinkies that have more or, or this or of that, right? So there's some that are more connected to light, some that are more connected to matter. But ultimately, at the very core, everything is sound. You know, we're we're talking about frequency here. So in this shadow, every fear can be perceived as a vibration. These vibrations have been personified by many cultures as demons or entities with a separate existence from their host. This very interesting phenomenon forms the basis of many systems that explore the darker unconscious side of human nature, from shamanism to psychoanalysis. The shaman operates in the world of vibration, and he or she identifies fear patterns as entities which must be either dislodged from your inner being or transmuted. This is the foundation of true shamanic practice. And what really happens at that level <coughs> is that the, the shaman has higher uh, cognitive abilities. Um, they, they are operating from metaphysical uh, uh, abilities of percep perception. Mostly the infrared, they, they are able to see things from uh, of, on infrared, so they have activated genes that they are they're capable of, of perceiving frequency vibration because here's what happens a lot of what <coughs> people call like uh, entity attachments that's true stuff but it, they, it doesn't just happen the entity attaches attachment are just the after consequence of uh, uh, the the original frequency 
Because because of the fear, and now we have all these different kind of like gradient of that fear. We have 64 jinkies, 64 shadows, right? And so according to that gradient, it, it, it vibrates a frequency. It's putting out a signal. You're putting a signal because of that fear. And so because this, this is not the only realm that there exists, you know, in, in the infrared, in the, um, the second uh, uh, body, right? The second uh, reality, the, the astral plane, right? The second plane. You got all these disembodied entities that are also, and a lot of them, they just, there's just people that live the life that was hard and they died. And, and now they're, 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 they keeps, they're stuck in that frequency vibration, but there is no way for them to have to go for the physical experience to, to, to feed off of that. So what happens is that you become food and it's, this is what we're talking about. That's what we were talking about in the Jinky 27. It's all about food and we're still talking about food. So you become food for them because you are vibrating at the frequency which they feed off. And so the shaman, and these are just a consequence, but the real perp, the real problem is not the entity attachment. Yes, the shaman can go and say, okay, flip them up, you know. Shoo, 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 bye-bye, <laughs> right? They, they have that power because these entities don't really have any power. They're just, uh, they're just feeding off what you're already head-tripping on. And so uh, be, the real healing is the, the, the awareness of the truth. What the fuck are you head tripping on? You know, and, and, and so that's why we have all these different shadows we're looking at. And um, there's another uh, very profound work that um, the, uh, uh, I haven't really di dive into that, but it's called the dream arc uh, we have here with the, with the, uh, with the jinkies. And uh, go specifically into what the shamans do because they assign uh, all of this stuff and this work through animals and 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 <coughs> minerals and, and and forces right and and all of those these are archetypes in the unconscious you need when you dive into the unconscious it's not linear it's not logic uh, you need to navigate through archetypes and so um the work of the shaman, of the shaman is very powerful because they navigate through archetypes. And these archetypes helps us retrieve what's called soul retrieval, right? Retrieve these aspects of ourselves that's lost, that are lost in the unconscious. So that's our work, our work, our only work, our work, our work, our only work. It's becoming aware, aware of what we are unconscious, becoming conscious of the unconscious, put our attention in the unconscious because the moment we put our attention in the unconscious, it's no longer unconscious. We're looking at it. Now it's conscious. That's it. And the more you can keep it there, the more God can do his job and heal it, right? And integrate it. Because now you're not putting it away. And so when you, you have these like entity attachments or something, the moment you become aware of what you're doing, of the frequency tone. Let's say that you're, you're a captain of a submarine, right? And suddenly... You push the button that's sending the sonar, right? The signal. And you're just giving off your position. That's what you're doing. You're giving off your position to entities to cling on top of you and start munching on that. Because it's energy. It's emotion, right? This fear is emotion. So they're just munching on that stuff. But the moment you turn off the button, you become aware. Oh, my fucking God, I'm giving off my position. Any moment I'm, I'm going to get like, you know, torpedoed here to push the button off. Turn it off and then there's no more food. 
this entity goes somewhere else to feed somewhere else because now you're not feeding them. There's no food. If there's no food, nobody goes there. Who's going to go to a restaurant that has no food? That's it. So that's that's our job and that's the job of the shaman. So on the other side, uh, psychoanalysis, on the other hand, examines your mental and emotional world and names these same fear patterns neurosis. And this is all we're doing here. The shaman names them demons and throughout all of the world we have different shamanic practices on different traditions. They have different names. They have they all have it's all the same fucking thing. Here with the jinkies we have 64 names for the shadows. And the psychoanalysis have this and a number of neuroses. It's the same thing. But the moment that you name it, the moment you name it now, you are in control of this. Now you are, now it's no longer unconscious. Now it's, you've brought, you've, it's not, it doesn't have power over you anymore because now you've named it. Now it's your bitch. <laughs> like, okay, there's no fucking demons running the show here. You're my bitch, right? And, and, <laughs> and that's what the shaman work is. That's what the psychoanalyst work. That's the same work we're doing here with the jinkies. So other systems give other names to these fear frequencies. That's what we're saying. <laughs> the true shaman or therapist also knows that he or she can never take away another person's fears. That's why I always tell you I'm not a teacher of anything. No one can teach you this stuff. There's no miraculous healings happening here. The miraculous healing coming, it's going to always come from you, from your choice to look. Because the moment you look, who is looking? It's God is going to look through you and that's where the healing comes from. So our job, you know, uh, as, 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 as a guide, I'm a guide, right? That's what I am. As jo our jobs as, as, you know, assistants, we're just holding space here. We're just uh, helping people look into this stuff themselves, right? So he or she can only help the person identify those fears so that they can be accepted. That's exactly what we're doing here. So wholeness comes about as all your deepest fears are embraced. This is it. You want to be whole? Look into the fucking darkness and embrace all those things that you don't, you know, you're so nice. You're so good. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be selfish. Bullshit. Look into the darkness. That, that, is, that is your power right there in the darkness. Because when we look at it, we realize that it's not really a monster. It's just, it's just a, 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 a wounded child that never really got to mature. And we just bring that shadow into the heart and hug it and say, it's okay, baby. You know, you, you've been pooping in, in, in your pants and hiding it in the closet for, you know, 50 years. And it stinks. The whole fucking thing stinks. But I love you. Now, you know, as I give you my love, my attention, Right? Then it's going to mature and it's going to say, well, I'm going to stop pooping in my pants. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. It's love. Love is the answer to everything. Right? So wholeness comes about as all of your deepest fears are embraced. Thus, it is said that the only way to kill a demon is to absorb it into the light inside yourself. All your inner demons emanate from a single source, the egregor or collectivity of all your fears rolled into one. This is the arc demon, the antichrist or the doppelganger within each of us, the personality, 
right? That's what we call it. The 28th shadow truly represents everything within your psyche that you do not wish to accept, right down to the core fear of your non-existence. Only as you reclaim each of these dark aspects of your inner being can you begin to assemble and manifest the true purpose of your life. This is the magic and true purpose of the 28th shadow. Because now you have a reference point. We can't create anything. You cannot paint. You cannot draw an image without pen and paper. I mean, maybe you can draw it in your mind, but what I'm saying is you, you got to have the thing to do the thing. And so the, the shadow is the fertile ground and the seed from which we grow our lives. If you don't have the shadow, you don't have the raw matter to, to, to build your life on something. The, the shadow is like, like, like the earth, right? That's where you put your foundation. That's where you're going to put your house. That's where you walk on without floor. What, 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 where are you going? I mean, you're floating in space, but then there's space. There's space for you to float. The shadow is like having nothing. There's no space. There's no. There's nothing. What are you going to do? How are you going to move? There's no possibility of distance and time and space because there's nothing. You need that shadow in order to have something to build your life on. And so it, 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 when we look at the shadow, it's no longer a shadow. That is the most beautiful part, right? The hard part is it's actually seeing it because we can look at the word and say, well, that's a word, but what it does it mean? You contemplate it. You bring that word when you're looking at your hologenetic profile. What the fuck does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? You contemplate. You contemplate. You contemplate. You have that prayer. You have that conversation with God. And it will happen because now you're putting your attention in it. You're digging. You're digging into the word. Your attention is there. The power of God is coming through you and it's hitting on that one. It's like a laser. And you're going to dig down until you hit that diamond. It's going to happen. And here's the beauty with, with the work we're doing. Because if it doesn't happen on that one, we have 63 more for you to dig. One of these ones going to hit. And they're hologenetic. Means you hit on down one and immediately it opens up the, the connection to everything else. So just, all you have to do is crack one of these fucking shadows. And then you're going to know, oh my God, the light comes through and you realize, I'm just afraid of this thing. Duh. <laughs> but it isn't real. It's just in your head. The moment you face it out there in the world, you realize, well, well, it wasn't such a big deal. You know, I can't handle this. You know, it's like learning how to ride a bike and suddenly you're so afraid and then, but I'm going to fall. Well, yeah. Get on the bike and fall. You fall. I'm like, oh, it hurts. Okay. Get over again. Fall again. Oh, okay. It's not that big deal. I mean, yeah, it hurts. Just pay attention. Don't fall. Next time you're rolling. You, you can't fall at any moment. You're not going to fall now because you've already fallen. It's, it wasn't such a big deal. Right? So your purpose. And this is where we're going to dive. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be diving into. Um, we've reached the end of the episode today. But we're going to be diving into the repressive and reactive nature of this shadow. Repressive is hollow and the reactor is gambling. And uh, we're going to be talking about how to recognize this stuff because that's the most important. How do we look into it? Because the greatest uh, tool we have, the greatest aid we have is other people. We get to have them mirror our shit. 
so that we can see it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to turn this shed into, um, you know, fertilizer. So that's what it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to just sit there. It's going to fertilize my, my garden. I'm going to create a beautiful, beautiful reality out of this shit. But you got to see it first. So we're going to be diving into that tomorrow. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. And uh, uh, when you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. In the About tab, you can find our social media. And there's a, pi- a Pioneers um, 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 link. And today we, we're having um, um, uh, Brendan D. Murphy. Uh, and in- we have an interview on the Pioneers, a new interview. And he's the author of this uh, book, uh, what was it called? Uh, Science and, and Spirit um, um, Together. It's, uh, oh God, this is awful. I should know this stuff. <laughs> Let me see. I got to tell you. It's called the, um, he's, the he, he's a uh, podcaster. And he's the author of the um, the Grand Illusion, a synthesis of science and spirituality, book one. And he is the host of the Truthiverse, and he is just uh, he's a researcher, and and he's uh, speaking the truth and bringing all this stuff that that you know people don't even want to know about. And uh, we've we've made uh, we have an interview with him today, and and it's now on the pioneers. And we have tons of other interviews. We've interviewed uh, Richard Rod. Praying Medic, and many, many others. And we continue to interview new people. These are the pioneers of the Great Awakening, people that have uh, awakened to you know lesser, higher physical, more spiritual degrees, but they're stepping into the world and bringing their genius and their realizations and their love into the world. And you can uh, find those are also on video. They're not just on audio, and you can find them on the Pioneer links of uh, link of TV. If you're going through your dark night of the soul, it doesn't have to take forever. There is a way to get through that, and and it's beautiful. And we have a whole coaching program. We're helping people move through their dark night of the soul. It's all about love. It's all about love. And yeah, you can say, oh, I'm in love, but I'm still feeling like shit. We have a very specific... It took me 20 years to get through that one, so I know exactly how to do it. Uh, So... um, on the very bottom right corner of TV, there's a support button. Click on that one and you can learn more about our coaching program there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.